Top of the morning to you, Jody. Top of the morning, babe. <laughs> I don't know how many wrote, notes you wrote yourself, but you wore blue today. I know, I know. It's funny. I remember <laughs> every year I always do top of the morning to you on St. Patrick's Day. I every love year I that, forget I to wear green. Last night I went home and on the way home driving, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to get out something green for tomorrow. And what did I do? Blue. In my slumber this morning before we came in here in the dark. Sam forgot it too, which is why he stuck a green flower <laughs> in his hair. You always got to have your props ready. True. Where did you get a green flower? <laughs> St. Patty's Day last year, uh, right? Uh, that's my, my box of junk. Congratulations, everyone. The real, true remembrance. So I'm the only one getting pinched today. Well, uh, yeah, unless you can get some. Well, you'll like that. All the ladies like to pinch Murphy. green beads if you want them. Well, you know, it's funny. i got to be careful about how I say pinched because we've been watching a lot of Sopranos. And Sopranos, when you say pinched, it means ah, something totally different. Yeah. That's all right. right? I think you're safe. <laughs> I think you live a, a, a pretty safe lifestyle. Okay, so it is St. Patrick's Day. Let's kick it off with a Friday favorite. Sam, would you like Sam's to go? Sam's Friday favorite. This one uh, went kind of viral on... Uh, um, on the internet, and I'm not sure if it's real. I think the the coach may have staged this, but still, I find it funny. It's a little league coach talking to his team with a pregame pep talk that if it's legit, the dude needs to be thrown out. Our goals are to hit dingers. Everybody better have their eyes on me. Eyes on me, Rylan. Hit dingers. Disgrace the pitcher's family. Make the other families, other players cry and stomp their butts into the ground. Does everyone understand that? Does everybody understand that? Easy. Of course it's, that is set up. It's funny if it's not real, but if it's real, coach has got a problem. And if it's real, coach needs to be gone. That's go home. why the kids are laughing. The second yeah. part is more severe. There's two types of people in this world there's winners. And there's losers. (laughs) Just so that we're clear, every time we step on this field, our goal is to be a winner. And if your dad has said, oh, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, just as long as you have fun, well, I hate to say it, your dad's a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Tough stuff. What's what's sad is there are going to be some people that don't get and understand that. You know what I mean? Are going to share that. I'm sure that he's doing that just for the fun. Coming up later this morning, Sam's got the Mythbusters about this day, St. Patty's Day, yep. right? Because what? there's a lot of wrong information. Yeah, Sam's yeah. always good about setting the record straight, right? Uh-huh. Coming up next, the family-friendly box office review. I think Beauty and the Beast is the only thing opening um, this weekend, but it's not. couple of movies, including Beauty and the Beast, the live-action version from Disney, next. I like to have a little uh, St. Patrick's fun in the after the show podcast today. Can we do that? Sure. Yeah. There, there's something I'm going to go have two of today, just so that you know, Jody. I want you to get prepared for <laughs> Irish we'll t- delights. Huh? Call Uber. A little, uh, a little excitement and something exclusive that you get to enjoy today. Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show in the podcast. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family friendly box office review. Right, coming up around seven thirty, we're going to do. I'm going to do the Beauty and the Beast review because I took Taylor to see it last night. Yeah. So Beauty and the Beast. This is the live action version from Disney starring Emma Watson. Papa! Now you must leave here. This castle is alive. Who's there? Do you wish to take your father's place? Come into the light. That beast is so impressive. That was everything to me that he be impressive and boy did he impress. Um, It's Emma Watson, Dan Stevens. Ladies, you knew him as Matthew from 
Uh, Matthew Crawley from Matthew, uh, down, Downton Abbey. Abbey. That's right. He's the beast. Luke Evans, Josh Gad, Kevin Klein. I mean, Emma Thompson, huge cast. It is so gorgeous. A little trivia I want to give you. Ryan Gosling was offered the role of the beast. <laughs> uh, he turned it down to appear in La La Land. That's because he couldn't say, hey, Belle. Em- okay. <laughs> Emma Watson was offered the lead role in La La Land that eventually went to Emma Stone and oh. she won an Academy Award for. And Emma Watson turned down that role in La La Land to be Belle. How do you like that little Chris yeah, Cross? That's a really weird twist and turn there. I'm telling you, this is the family movie of the entire weekend. Dudes, even if you think you don't like this, it is Disney live action. It's unbelievable. Or at the very least, now you can tell a co-worker and impress him with what Jody just said. Mm-hmm. Well, you know who really got the role first was... That might not be the most impressive. But anyway, okay, we also have um, a horror thriller called The Belco Experiment. What? When we start working here, they put tracers in the back of our heads. You must not remove the tag from your body. Follow our directives, or we will detonate the explosive. All righty. It's a twisted social experiment. Americans, 80 Americans, are locked in a high-rise corporate office in Bogota, and they can't get out, and they have to participate in a deadly game of kill or be killed. Lovely. PG for Beauty and the Beast and rated R Belco Experiment. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. All right, coming up next, we're going to help you pick out which lane to get in at the grocery store this weekend. Hallelujah. So check out as quickly as possible. Right, Sam? That's right. I have to share this because a lot of us will be doing grocery shopping this weekend. Our friend Rick posted this funny meme of these ladies at a checkout line, and mm-hmm. it's in the Get the... Get your stuff together, Lane. Ha ha. Number one, money ready. Two, not on your phone. Three, coupons not expired. Four, not writing a check. And five, aware other humans exist. Welcome to this lane, Sam. I, that, well, that's the lane I'm always in. I'm, and I'm wondering if... Sam's always in that lane. Because it's like, I know that if... Okay, when I put all my stuff on the belt and they start ringing me up, I can swipe my card while she's still ringing me up. I know, you know look. Or you can put your card in. You do not have to wait till the exact last moment to dig around and find your stuff. There was a lady in front of me. I know. Cashier rang everything up, and she's helping the cashier put everything in her basket. Nice. I'd do that, too. But then when it was all complete, then she goes around to her purse and starts rifling through. And it's like, what are you doing? And she was paying in cash, and she wanted to get the exact amount. So it's yeah. like, well, that's sweet. I, She's trying to be. Yeah, see, the problem is, is the people. What, is, what, what is, you're describing, Sam, that's the opposite of Zen. You could be in the moment and not trying to rush through the grocery line, savoring up your, you know. Oh, time. listen to I'm Mr. Just, Zen. It's I'm easy for him to say that. He doesn't grocery shop. Yeah. It could you, be. I mean, I've encountered that too. But you know what? My grandmother always had a piece of advice on that. And she, I mean, she did. She says, honey, that will be you one day. I'm like, mm. okay. I know it's a long way away, but I just. I don't know. I kind of keep that in the back of my head. You know, I, I think that too. And I, I, I think, okay, just give it a minute because one day you're going to be. But it's like, I already know I can swipe my card while things are moving so we can keep Wait, this line. Here's moving. what but I Everybody do. is not a, the genius you are. Sam. I know that. That's the problem with the world. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think this also starts with you. There's some responsibility that you take when you get behind someone in line. You need to check them out. Oh, I do. You Trust check me. out what's your, what's your prediction of their checkout procedure is. And you, you can't get it right every time, though. You can eyeball yeah. every line, see who's got the most or the least, and what kind of person you think is in front of you. I know. But you don't always hit it right. I know you don't. How much of a hurry do we have to be in? It's, it's a checkout line at the grocery store. It's true. It's, I know. You know but it's not, 
Self-checkout is the most wonderful thing that's happened to grocery stores in a long time. Uh, Except when you get that item that won't scan. Yes, right. You you think that, but that's happened to me, and I've held up the line in the self-checkout before. I know there were people saying things. Or you get the one that's like, you put the thing into the bag, and it says, please put the item in the bag. I was like, I already did. I did. Uh, let me call the cashier. Coming up, Sam has music news. Hey, Jody, you know that rumor of Taylor Swift starting her own uh, streaming service you told us about? Yes. Not going to be the case. Got to okay. call Pinocchio on that one. <laughs> Happy St. Patty's Day. We're going to do a little uh, St. Patrick's Day planning party after show thing on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast today. Okay. And Sam, later on this hour, actually next hour, has... Like St. Patrick's Day myths that are busted. What's St. true? St. Patrick's Day. We walk yes. around acting like these things are facts. That's coming up. Sam's got music news. Jody, earlier this week, you told us that Taylor Swift had filed some trademark patents, and everybody was thinking, hmm, she's going to start her own streaming service. Seemed like it. Yeah, apparently TMZ kind of came up with that idea. Oh, now she had, she has ouch. filed the uh, trademark uh, stuff. Swifties. Her lawyers have all done that. Yeah, Swifties and uh, Swifts. And what it turns out, it is uh, her people say, no, 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 no. We're not coming up with our own streaming site. Uh, this is going to be something for Taylor Swift fans. More of a personalized fan club app with audio, video. Nice. Uh, maybe a game, a mobile game you can play on there. Right. I've heard game. and read band camps. Yeah. Like if you're a part of this, you could go to a Taylor Swift band camp. Yeah. If you're interested cool. in music. So, yeah. No streaming, but it sounds like all the other stuff for fans is going to be uh, legit. Uh, last year, last summer, we had the I Love the 90s tour. With like salt and pepper and vanilla ice and all those. Ah. And it went over so well that they're going to do it again this year. In fact, uh, tickets are going on sale next Friday. Now, this year on the tour, we're going to have TLC. Uh, also, Naughty by Nature is going to be on the tour. Cool. Montel Jordan and um, from Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath. Every morning there's a halo. That's huge. Yeah. Love Mark. Uh, let's oh, see. Uh, Biz Marquee is going to be on there as well. And oh, I cannot wait. I would love to go see them. CNC Music Factory. That's, will they have this lady with them? Good question. Uh, well, with Freedom Williams, the guy. So Got I don't it. know okay. if they're going to have the lady or not. Okay. So uh, like That's I said, a cool retro tour. Kicks off in July. Tickets go on sale next Friday. And Madonna has, if, if you're fit... And uh, you would like to t- uh, train Madonna and be her new trainer? She's got a contest right now. What? She has her pick of trainers. Well, she's gotten rid of her trainers. It's called the Hashtag Madonna Challenge. What you need to do is send a 60-second video featuring your best dance move and fitness workouts. Hmm. And she's going to pick all the finalists, fly into New York. You do it in front of her, and she'll, wow. pick, she'll pick one. You'll she's be Madonna's new famous. trainer. Yep. She's going to make somebody famous. Yeah. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, join us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Virginia, you're next. And she says she knows what it's like to be married to a type 1 diabetic, too. Just like me. Love hearing from you anytime. Reach out, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Virginia? I'm good. I was kind of calling in for what you guys were talking about yesterday with the type 1 diabetes. Yes. Yeah. Jody, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. My um, wonderful husband has had type 1 diabetes since he was four. Yeah. Um, So all his life. Yeah. Mm. And um, and I never really understood what it was until, you know, I was involved with him and right. how much counting there is. And <laughs> I, I feel for, for them because they have to do all of that. But yeah. we have encountered and overcome 
um, a huge obstacle with that. His lifelong dream was to become a police officer. Yeah. Hmm. And in the state of Florida, where we are from, you cannot be a police officer and be insulin dependent. Oh. And um, we that. found that out. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and he does not have a pump. So um, when he went for everything up here, mm-hmm. they didn't. Um, a lot of agencies weren't really fond of it, you know. And he finally found an agency that agreed that they had a couple officers that were type 1 diabetics and that they all managed it and they didn't see any problem with it. And so he has now been able to make his dream come true. That is awesome. Awesome. So he's a police officer. Mm -hmm. So Yes. And I just want all of those kids right now that, you know, might be listening or their parents um, have them, you know, because their parents battle it with them as well. Oh, yeah. But they need to know they can accomplish anything even though they have diabetes you know that's not something that's going to stop them you just have to learn how to manage it and how to, and how it, to yeah. coexist with it i feel like that is the word manage it because mm-hmm. it can't be controlled mm-hmm. exactly it's a it's a coexist and it's a delicate dance you do with diabetes and yes. other people have no idea what's going on outside of you and that's that's a, another part of the struggle I know that Murphy deals with is that how he feels plays into everything, yeah, it although does. It, nobody can see that or realize right. it's happening. Right. So he will wake up and if he's really high, you know, I can't eat a meal with him because yeah. he can't eat like that. Right. And, and, I, and I feel for you because when I look at his face and he tells me, hey, I can't eat right now, he feels like he is impeding on his family. But he he feels guilty, and I, I hate that for him. I know you do. Yep, it's all, it's, it affects everybody, everybody in the family in different ways. Mm-hmm. God, thank you for calling. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope you guys have an awesome day. Thanks, Virginia, and congratulate him for us. We're proud of him. Glad he made the force. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. The very big thing Demi Lovato is celebrating. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Before we get to the review on Beauty and the Beast, we'll do that around uh, 7.30. Let's do this. Did you see where Demi Lovato celebrated something very personal and very publicly this week? Five years. Five years sober, she celebrated this and shared this with her entire fan base on social media, on Instagram. She calculated the total time she's been gone from anything to drink or any drugs, Mm -hmm. right down to the days and even the hours. That was cool. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. And she talked about how grateful she is for this whole journey. And did you know, I read a little further and dug a little deeper. I really like Demi Lovato. Mm -hmm. I think she's got one of the best voices in pop music. And to, to know she struggled for so long. Like way before we even knew who she was, she was struggling. Um, So she's really a a big story. Do you know that Simon Cowell was a big part of helping her? No, she owes him a great deal. I knew that, uh, what's his name, Wilmer Valderrama, uh, who was her on and off boyfriend, helped her through a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, she credits a lot of, you know, of her success to... Simon, he, she was still a teenager when she entered rehab for the first time and she lived for a year in a sober house, but she was also having this career. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he was supporting her, helping her get clean. He hired her to judge for the X Factor. And after each show, he would make sure she got back safely to the halfway house. I mean, getting very specific, he said, you know, I want to see this girl make it. And she, you know, 
Maybe she wouldn't be where she is without him. Stuff you didn't know was going on behind the scenes. He's not such a nasty guy. (laughs) All right. I do want to talk about this. Maybe it's not from Hollywood at all, but do you guys hear about the Secret Service agents taking selfies with a sleeping Donald Trump the third? <laughs> this happened no. and there's an investigation now. So eight-year-old Donald Trump is riding in the motorcade in a motorcade last week and he fell asleep. And the two Secret Service agents who are charged with guarding him, they were taking selfies with him because he was asleep. Yeah. And then he woke up and of course he told his dad. Yeah. And so apparently there's a little bit of a hey, what's going on? I don't Maybe what are they going to do with them? I mean, the minute you send post them that, home. it's going to go viral. Send and them, you're... maybe not to post them, maybe just have them. And I'm thinking, why this? Why does the Secret Service keep having this PR problem? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, there two of them have been spoken to about yeah, this about yeah. never doing that again. Mm-hmm. We do have another Hollywood outsider outsider for you coming up at 7:55, but it's 7:30. Beauty and the Beast, Disney's live action. We'll tell you about whether it lived up or not. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Coming up about 7.15, St. Patrick's Day. We've got the myths for you. Like, do you, you think St. Patrick really is Irish, Jody? And, and is green the Just real color of St. Patrick's Day? On the way. It's on the way. Hey, later this hour, Sam's going to take us behind the lyrics. We're also going to hear from you in the producer's mailbag straight from our Facebook page. And Instagram account. Yeah, so happy St. Patty's Day. By the way, our behind the lyrics is an Irish band. Go figure. Excellent. Really? Is that a coincidence, Sam? No, no. <laughs> All right. And of course, every Friday we go through our, our Friday favorites. It's Jody's turn. Jody's Friday favorite. I have quite a few, so we'll do one again after eight that's the best ever of the whole week. But mm-hmm. right now... Um, I just want to share this again because I didn't know it was coming. And then all of a sudden, boom, Amazon gave us and Audible gave us this week. It was the most pre-ordered um, audiobook of all time. Everybody wanted it. Eddie Redmayne reading Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. And we have some of it for you. Ministry of Magic Classification 2X. The imp is found only in Britain and Ireland. It is sometimes confused with the pixie. They are of similar height, between six and eight inches, though the imp cannot fly as the pixie can. So you're like having him actually read the... It's the fictional textbook, which you've heard of if you're a Harry Potter fan. Mm -hmm. You know about Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That was a book that was in the the School of Hogwarts. Right. And of course, it was a movie last year that was fantastically received and beautiful, like being back in her world, J.K. Rowling's world. And so now you can read or hear the book... And it's read by Eddie Redmayne. And by the way, he said a little behind the scenes for you is that it was one of the hardest things, jobs he ever took to read aloud for that because... It's very different than acting. It's very, well, it is sort of acting. It's a performance, I guess. He said, but the the language that she uses, it's so tricky. You read it silent to your, silently to yourself, but to read it aloud, he had a lot of tongue-twisting moments. Did he? And he would have to stop and take a breath. And start over again. Well, he better get used to it because he's doing four more movies. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> it probably would help him in his character yeah. of um, Newt Scamander. So that's available on audiobook. If you're looking for something different to listen to mm-hmm. and you're a Potter fanatic, wanted you to know it. All right, that's Jody's Friday favorite. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. Last night I went to see Beauty and the Beast Disney live action. So we have the full review for you. First hand report from Jody. How fabulous it was. Coming up next, though. Got some St. Patrick's Day myths for you. Like, you know, did he drive the snakes from Ireland? Is he even Irish? Is there really a St. Patrick? <laughs> hmm, we'll find out next. 
So before you go telling St. Patrick's Day lies today, <laughs> Sam's going to help uh, set the record ah, yes. straight and bust a few St. Patrick's Day myths. The traditional St. Patrick's Day lies. <laughs> did you know? Murphy, are you going to do your top of the morning please at some point? What? I did that earlier. Top of the morning to you, Jody. Love it. I'm not even Irish. With a name like Murphy, I suppose I should be. Uh, St. Patrick, uh, the myth is that St. Patrick was Irish. He was not, in fact, Irish. Right. Uh, he was born in uh, England. Well, I don't know for sure if it was England, Scotland, or Wales, but it wasn't Ireland. Okay. Uh, when he was 16 year old, years old, a bunch of Irish pirates, raiders, uh, kind of grabbed him. They took him back to Ireland and put him in jail for six years. Okay. Man. So when he finally got out, he went back to England. I bet he did. Learned his religious instruction and then went back to Ireland to serve as a missionary. Okay. So he's originally English, not okay. Irish. Still, uh, still you know, changed the thing is, Ireland. Yeah, though. I was going to say, <laughs> trying to explain it to somebody who's truly Irish, they're probably going to go, okay, why is this dude giving me grief about this? Yeah, I'll throw you a beating is what I'll do. <laughs> uh, I, also, too, that you heard the story about him banishing snakes from Ireland. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean... Well, according to all the... Not the Folklore. entomologist, but the, you know the animal people. There were never snakes in Ireland. There aren't snakes in Ireland. And he I mean, gets all the credit. It's, it's water all around. You had uh, an ice age before that, so there, you know, snakes weren't slithering across the snow to get to Ireland. So, so that's the, the truth. There really are no snakes in Ireland. Yeah, there's no snakes in Ireland. Wow. Sorry. So that myth is gone too. How about okay. green? Green being the color of St. Patrick's Day. I've always heard, look, I love the green. Don't ever change it, but I've heard it was really blue. It really was blue. It's what the, is all this lie? Why is everything such a lie? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's wrong with us? The Knights of the Order of St. Patrick wore a color known as St. Patrick Blue. And it was later on, like during the 18th century, when they were fighting for their independence, they adopted green as the color of their independence Okay, fight. so they did adopt it then. Well, well it's a good thing they but did. But originally it was blue, and then okay. they chose you know the green color. Well, I'm okay. going to tell you, there are no blue clovers, all right? You know? and Not I'm, even in Lucky Charms. I was going to say, darn, you beat me to it. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, also, finally, uh, St. Patrick's Day festivities. It's something we came up with. Of course. Just like we invented Cinco de Mayo, you know? <laughs> The parties, I mean. Yeah. I mean, you mean it's an Americanized thing? Because yeah. we love to party. There was yeah. St. Patrick's Day, but usually in Ireland, it's more of a solemn, religious type of thing. You oh, bring it over here to America, we'll crack open it. a green beer, yeah. <laughs> Man. That's a little disappointing. Sorry. Happy St. Patty's Day. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, I got to see Beauty and the Beast Disney's live action last night, and I'm still singing, mm-hmm. but um, I won't spoil a thing, but we'll do a... The official review coming up next. And I didn't see much of Jody or our oldest daughter Taylor, for that matter, last night. It was Beating the Beast night, Woo! and, and there were it was like sold out. There were the two seats, so and I, I should say Phoebe and I had a really good time just together. Yeah, they food. had cheeseburgers. We Ooh. had Beauty and the Beast. Papa? Now you must leave here. This castle is alive. Who's there? Do you wish to take your father's place? Come into the light. Disney's no spoilers coming, by no, the way. No I, spoilers. I will not spoil anything. Not that you don't know every breath and sound and word from that animated movie if you mm-hmm. were a fan of it. Because it's one of those, what, it came out in 91, the animated, mm-hmm. that you knew every bit of and you listened to a hundred times because the music was great. A lot of expectation for me showing up. I wanted to be in that castle. I wanted to see Beast come into light. I couldn't wait, okay? And so... um, Disney just, I, they, I cannot believe how well they do it. It was wonderful. I mean, was it, it pretty much wonderful. scene for scene? Like, I don't want to say that. Oh. I don't want to say, a lot of it, a lot right. of it was 
just like it should have been. You couldn't believe they were able Mm -hmm. to make it modern day and live. Well, not modern day, but live. It was so good. The guy who plays Gaston, perfect. Really? Um, But the real star of this this movie for me is Beast. Mm -hmm. Because you get more of Beast and he's... He's real and he's standing there. You could reach up and brush the scruff and, and touch the horns. Crazy. And they do give you what is so wonderful. There are some surprises, if you will. I will not spoil. But okay. you get more of some some of these people's story. So it helps make more sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um and it, the way that they were able to do Beast, I can't I mean, I'm I'm blown away because he was just a cartoon-drawn beast that we were scared of right. before. And now there's this, you were scared of him, and he was incredible to see walking around, towering over everybody. But the actor played him like, there is a human in there who's really lost. How are uh, Cogsworth and Lumiere? <sighs> Hysterical. Oh, um, a solid two hours. Don't drink too much Coca-Cola or water or whatever, <laughs> because you're not going to want to miss any part mm-hmm. of it. Josh Gad was great also. As LeFou? Yes. And uh, Emma... She couldn't have been more perfect, really. I want adventure in the great white somewhere. I don't know who else they even talked to, but she was lovely. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matthew like, probably was good as the beast. Understated. Oh, oh stop. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's behind the lyrics. It is St. Patrick's Day, so we have to go to Ireland for this one. This little band you may have heard of, U2. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I think so. Love Sam's uh, St. Patrick's Day Mythbusters from a little while ago, in case you missed it. You ruined the whole day for me. (laughs) Catch it uh, on your schedule today on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Right now, Sam's going to tell us the story behind the songs. Behind the lyrics. Behind the lyrics. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. And this is St. Patrick's Day, too, because we're going straight to Ireland for you two. Arguably, I guess, the biggest band to come out of Ireland. Absolutely. Yeah, ever. Well, there were the Cranberries. Okay, wait. Yeah, Every song feels like a fist in the air anthem, including well, this one. It's funny because we're going to get to that. Uh, this, By the way, this is the 25th anniversary of this uh, album. Excuse me, the 30th anniversary of Joshua, Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree. Big tour coming up this summer that they're celebrating. Jackson and his mom are gone to see them in Dallas. Have you I ever seen so them jealous. live? Yes, Sam? I have. They're and they great. Are, they are awesome. They are. Uh, but anyway, you can thank The Edge for this one, the guitarist, because he said, Jody, that he wanted to come up with a, uh, a concert song that you had your fist in the air. He said, like, if I was a wow. U2 fan, that would be the song I'd want to go to see at the concert. Yeah. And you're pumping your fist and yeah, you can't wait for him to play it. So he came up with the music part for that. Yeah, and then uh, Bono, they brought it in. Everybody liked it. Bono took over, started writing the lyrics. Of course. The streets have no name. He said it was uh, after Ireland and Northern Ireland because, you know, the uh, divisions they have there with uh, wealth and religion, Catholic. He said, depending on which street you were on, you could tell by the side of the street whether a person had money or no money, whether they were Catholic or Protestant and all that stuff. He said, so there was really no need for names on the streets because you can kind of tell the city by where people live. Huh. You know, so the sounds different like he wants to go back there. Yeah. What? It's like he's wanting to go. <laughs> Hence the lyric. Sort of oh, a yeah. classic, very deep U2 uh, so song. And apparently it was hard for them to record because there's chord changes and bars and all kind of stuff. So the producer actually brought in a blackboard from a school. And so he could sit there with the pointer and say, at this point, you got to do this and that oh, point. Oh, what? Because they, it took him like four weeks to do this song. Wow. And at one point, he actually had the tape on the, the player and he was going to record over it. 
and the assistant producers had to grab him and say, no, don't. We're not starting over. We got enough good stuff down here. Good. Thank goodness. So they goodness. were able to just go ahead and, and finish it and be done with it. It is one of the greatest thing, mm-hmm. one of the greatest rock songs. Biggest biggest album of their history, 25 million, al- so, so, 25 million albums sold. So of course, it's a social song. Yeah. Well, that's how you two is. I know. Yeah, all their, all I know. their songs are social songs. Cool. Thank you, Sam. All right. Behind the lyrics. All right, coming up next, producer David, who might dress up like a leprechaun uh, <laughs> this weekend. We'll have that in the After the Show podcast for you. You've got your producer's mailbag, yes? Yes, I do. And Jody, you might want to keep some tabs on Murphy because Why? there's some ladies on our Instagram that want to take him out on a date. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we love hearing from you. Join the conversation anytime <laughs> at 8 <laughs> Sorry, 877-310-4MSJ. You can text or call or reach out online. Come hang out with us. The producer's mailbag. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry, that sounds creepy, doesn't come it? Come hang out with I mean, us. I mean, just come Love. hang out with us. <laughs> okay, David, what's in your mailbag? Anyway, we have this really cute picture, Jody, of you and Murphy that is explaining why you wouldn't make a dating profile for him in our After the Show podcast. Yes, from Instagram. We, um, hmm, this lady that wrote the beautiful letter, you may want to marry my husband. It went viral. She was, she was very ill. She passed away this week and she had wrote that thing and it was so beautiful. It was really a love letter to him about all the wonderful things about him. But she, haha, the shtick was, this is your future dating profile. Mm-hmm. You know, because he does sound awesome. But, and then Sam, you asked me to write one for Murphy. Yeah. Um, Hardest thing I ever... I couldn't do it. Can't, I, can't think of anything good to say. Yeah, gotcha. Really? It's not bad. I, <laughs> I, I, I agree with Jody. To me, it's kind of creepy. I don't know if that's the way Jody no, felt, I but it's kind of fi- creepy I didn't to me. find it creepy at all. I found it impossible to do because I didn't want to do it. I don't want to think about that possibility, and I didn't want... it. One day, if that happens and you move on with somebody to somebody else, I don't need to be involved in that process except to say, you know... Careful who becomes a mother figure to our children. Other than that, you pick your own future girlfriends. Okay? Wow. <laughs> all righty. <laughs> well, Aaron left a comment on our Instagram and said, he doesn't need a dating profile. Yeah. I'll take him out to dinner. Boom. Hey. <laughs> okay. And she's not the only one because Mackenzie also commented afterwards after her. I will gladly take him out on a date as well. Yes. That's sweet. See? Thank you, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, and all you have to do is do that voice you do, and you got dates, Wait, man. A voice? What yeah. voice? Say, say hi, Mackenzie. Oh, oh, hi, Mackenzie. Uh, I don't do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yes. You, <laughs> Sam, does he do that with the yes, ladies? he does. So, Especially yeah, on the phone. So highly dateable. You would really? be. In would college, be. we called that, or somebody used to call that trolling. You sound like you're trolling. What? Meaning? Is it still called trolling? Yeah, I would use that term. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, girl. Thank you, ladies. Uh-huh. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Ladies, I've got Ryan Gosling's next movie role and Eddie Murphy's sort of big announcement. He's sort of coming back. We're yeah. excited. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We've got big, big, big Eddie Murphy news, but we'll get to that in a minute. First... Ryan Gosling, remember from La La Land, he <laughs> learned how to play piano. It's pretty strange that we keep running into each other. And he played it well. Well, at City of Stars is what he played. He played right? a bunch of songs in that movie. Remember when he was at the at the restaurant playing where he got anyway, yeah. um he learned how to play piano for mm-hmm. that role and then he he said he's since forgotten, which is such a so sad. Yeah, no but kidding. He's actually been cast in a new movie where he's going to have to play piano again. Well, actually, he's going to be playing a Casio keyboard. Um he <laughs> this 
is true. Along <laughs> with uh, Rooney Mara, Michael Fassbender, Natalie Portman. This is a huge cast. Yeah. Kate Blanchett, Val Kilmer, even Holly Hunter. About these musicians, these couples who are also musicians trying to navigate the Austin music scene. Mm. So, is he really going to have to play again? Are they going to do the authentic no. La La Land route, or are they going to just do? Because he's proven he can really play. He's going to really play a Casio wow. keyboard. Mm, yeah. Swanky. I like it. So, look for that Ryan to be tickling the ivories again. Okay. Are you ready for this Eddie Murphy news that went on Twitter for a hot couple of minutes yesterday? And then was immediately pulled down by his social media staff. Um, Eddie Murphy, apparently, in his official Twitter account, tweeted about a Coming to America sequel. Sexual chocolate. They play so fine, don't you agree? (laughs) I believe the children are our future. Let it play. (laughs) Teach them well and let them lead the way. Have, if you haven't seen that movie since 88, go back because you forget how how hysterical it is and how many roles he plays like when they're in the barbershop. Yeah, he plays all the, a lot of different characters, but Every. it is not a kid, it's not a kid-friendly movie, remember? No, I do remember. Yeah. I, but it's hysterical. It's hysterical. Oh, Arsenio. Right. Arsenio is yes. in it. James Earl Jones huh? is in it. Coming to America. Hysterical. So the tweet was that he might be working on a sequel. His Ooh. social media team pulled it down immediately but what we're hearing is that he's so secretive about what he's working on he's working on writing a sequel okay but he wants everything to be quiet about it he's not gonna say it's even coming until he's happy with what he has but he's willing to look into it yeah. because he's working on something yeah i like that a lot don't you mm-hmm. i like anything new please from yes. Eddie Murphy. P- uh, new and funny Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Jody's still riding last night's adrenaline. She saw Beauty and the Beast Ooh. live action. Live movie. action. and tell you all about it without spoilers on the way after eight. We hope the luck of the Irish is with you today. Or really, the luck of anything, I suppose, right? <laughs> yeah. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> happy Friday and happy St. Patrick's Day. Okay, by the way, Meal Madness is still on. There's a ton of recipes online for the whole month of March. And um, you can get the shepherd's pie recipe, too, if you want to go all Irish There today. you go. Did shepherds really make this? I don't know. You know. You're out in the field watching your sheep. And you know what? You're the myth we had everything in one pot. You know what? I do believe this was eaten when this was all you had. Little meat, little vegetable, put some potatoes That's on top. That's right. You know, I do you, believe as that. As my grandmother said, you had to stretch everything. Yeah. You made stuff up with what you had. That's that's what makes a real cook too. Okay, all right. All so right. Friday, it's not just St. Patrick's Day. Friday, we look at the, like really cool moments from the past week. Jody's Friday favorite. Right, Jody you know, has two this I'm week. I'm a dog lover, and we foster dogs. It's an obsession of mine. I'm addicted to doing this. I love doing this. It's a way we chosen to give back. Mm-hmm. We, you know, have a new dog with us all the time until we find its forever home. Actor Patrick Stewart is doing the same thing. I know you guys have seen this. It's been viral, and I'm obsessed with it. Have you seen it? No. I actually haven't seen this. What is it? What? Okay, Patrick Stewart. You know him. He's a legend from Star Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. Uh, He's a a legend from X-Men. He went on... He's been sharing videos. He has not had a dog in years. He hasn't had one since he was little. And he wanted to do this, so he and his wife are fostering this beautiful pit bull uh, female, and he went on Conan and talked about it this week. Her, her name is Ginger. Ginger. And she comes from a, a pit bull fighting ring. She was a breeding dog for a oh, fighting ring. Okay. Oh. They're all over the country. Yes. Every state has these things, and they're very cruel. The dogs get hurt and harmed. But now she's with us, but we are only fostering her, and we are looking 
for a permanent home for right, her. Right, right. Here's the moment where he actually met her. Hello. Hi. He comes in, Hi. loves him, Hi. licks him. Hi, <laughs> Kisses him. Thank you for that. That was a very nice greeting. He's been oh. sharing, like, he, he's sleeping next to her. He's She's in love with him. Mm. So he's going to be very picky about this dog's forever home. Yeah. And he's taking applications now. And then he's going to do it again and again and share it with the world. Loving Patrick Stewart for that. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Guess what Jody did last night? She got to see live-action Beauty and the Beast. Sweet. Oh, my gosh. Um, We'll kind of review it for you coming up. Know what to expect if you're bringing the family this weekend without spoilers. We'll do that next. I love the glow that Jody and her oldest daughter Taylor had on their faces last night when they got back from watching Beauty and the Beast. They come home singing. We we did come home singing, and we felt like we had been to the castle. The castle I've been wanting to go to since 1991. Papa? Now you must leave here. This castle is alive. There. Do you wish to take your father's place? Come into the light. How great does that beast sound? Mm. How wonderful. Okay, the star of this one for me is the beast. You get more beast, and he's so wonderful and beastly. And we, and we should say you're not going to do any spoilers. I'm here. not going to do just any everybody spoilers. Everybody's safe in those, right? Right. Yeah. If I get too bubbly about something that I shouldn't be saying, <laughs> please stop me. But mm-hmm. I will say this. It is not just that they took a favorite animated movie and scene for scene gave it to us. There are a lot of things that you would want to be absolutely true that are absolutely true to that animated. But they do go deeper into some stories, and I won't spoil, but backgrounds on characters you care about that you didn't know yeah. about mm-hmm. because of the 1991 animated. Oh, my goodness. So what about um, all the the animated, animated characters like Lumiere and the wardrobe? They're hilarious. Um, Gaston was perfect. What about He's LeFou? hysterical and perfect and evil. Hmm? LeFou. LeFou I mean, stole Josh the show. Gad is always... I thought he stole the show, and I loved him, and I cared about him. All of those things. He was great. He had a lot of good moments. Um, I I don't know if this is really a spoiler, but there's at least one extra song that that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. That's not a spoiler. Just don't sing it. I won't say who did it, but it was, and I didn't need it. I was at the. I I was telling Taylor I didn't need that, and she was. That was her favorite moment. Oh, when someone burst into song that we didn't expect. Did Emma do well? So well, so understated. She didn't overdo Belle. She did Belle exactly like you'd think she should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I know the whole story, I've even read other books about this story. Mm-hmm. For them to bring me to emotion, when she was brought into the library, I thought I was going to cry. And then when they danced, I thought I was going to cry. <laughs> I mean, I really wanted to be back there. And nobody does that like Disney. Two solid hours. Don't, you know, have too much concessions because you're not going to want to miss any part of it, I think. I want adventure in the great white somewhere. And if Disney wants, that would be great if they would build that castle on one of their Disney properties because we all want to go in there now. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, Disney doesn't do a bad sequel even to their own stuff, do they? No way. Give us a call. 877-310-4675. Virginia, we're coming to you next. Um, she, Her husband's also a type 1 diabetic. Murph. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Love hearing from you anytime. Reach out. 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Virginia? I'm good. I was kind of calling in for what you guys were talking about yesterday with the type 1 diabetes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jody, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. My... Um, wonderful husband has had type 1 diabetes since he was four. Yeah. Um, so oh. all his life. Yeah. Mm. And um, 
And I never really understood what it was until, you know, I was involved with him and right. how much counting there is. And <laughs> I, I feel for, for them because they have to do all of that. But yeah. we have encountered and overcome um, a huge obstacle with that. His lifelong dream was to become a police officer. Yeah. Hmm. And in the state of Florida, where we are from, you cannot be a police officer and be insulin independent. Oh. And um, we that. found that out. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and he does not have a pump. So um, when he went for everything up here, mm -hmm. they didn't. Um, a lot of agencies weren't really fond of it, you know. And he finally found an agency that agreed that they had a couple officers that were type 1 diabetics and that they all managed it and they didn't see any problem with it. Yeah. And so he has now been able to make his dream come true. That is awesome. awesome. So he's a police officer. Mm -hmm. So Yes. And I just want all of those kids right now that, you know, might be listening or their parents um, have them, you know, because their parents battle it with them as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That they need to know they can accomplish anything, even though they have diabetes. You know, that's not something that's going to stop them. You just have to learn how to manage it and how to, manage and how it, to yeah. coexist with it. I feel like that is the word, manage it, because mm -hmm. it can't be controlled. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's a, it's a coexist and it's a delicate dance you do with diabetes. And yes. other people have no idea what's going on outside of you. And that's that's a, another part of the struggle I know that Murphy deals with is that how he feels plays into everything. Yeah, it although does. It, nobody can see that or realize right. it's happening. Right. So he will wake up and if he's really high... You know, I can't eat a meal with him because yeah. he can't eat like that. Right. And, and, I, and I feel for you because when I look at his face and he tells me, hey, I can't eat right now, he mm -hmm. feels like he is impeding on his family. But he, he feels guilty, and I, I hate that for him. I know you do. Yep, it's all, it's, it affects everybody, everybody in the family in different ways. Mm -hmm. God, thank you for calling. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope you guys have an awesome day. Thanks, Virginia, and congratulate him for us. We're proud of him. Glad he made the force. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Is Eddie Murphy working on a sequel to one of your favorite Eddie Murphy movies? Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Some news from Eddie Murphy yesterday. They got put on Twitter and then yanked down, but supposedly it's true that he was working on in the early writing stages of a sequel for Coming to America. I believe the children are our future. Thank you. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. He must have this is a big time throwback for them to do a sequel. 1988, mm -hmm. this movie, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, even James Earl Jones was his dad in this yeah. movie. His he played like 20 different characters. That's the beauty of it. Is Eddie Murphy is all over it, and that's why yeah, it's so loved. This is the one that kind of started the whole then he did Nutty Professor. Because he oh, did he a lot of movies where he played a lot of yeah, characters. Yeah, because he could do anything. Back when he was funny. Oh, stop. Okay, so he's working on it. It got yanked down probably because somebody wasn't supposed to post that. So at least he's working on something, and we're excited. Yep. And if he ends up being happy with it, then we'll get Coming to America 2. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know what Murphy's going to hope happens this weekend? What? He's hoping our little foster dog gets adopted. Well, the, Her name is Jeannie. Tired of him? No, no she's, of look, she's a sweetheart of a dog. She really is, but she's a puppy. So well, she gets, she kind of riles up the other dog. She's, 
she messes with Piggy, who is blind and deaf, and you know, Piggy the pug. You know, bless her heart, kind of just needs her own space. We have to keep her kind of separate. And what's now. weird is I think any dog yeah. doesn't understand that it comes into the pack, doesn't understand why Piggy doesn't respond. Mm-hmm. So they constantly play with her. That's too much. Yeah. And then now the same thing is happening with Stella, you know, our other, our, our pet, where they want to play constantly and it's just kind of. She's so happy to be out, you know, yeah. in the shelter and she's got so much energy that she's wearing our dogs out mm-hmm. and uh, she is lovely though she's and I know really that that's, sweet yeah and i know that's part of the package you know coming in but it's it just is. one of those where after a while you realize which dogs you know need to be fosters and find you know a happy home that's the thing when i went and picked her out i spent time with a couple of dogs and one of them was just all over me so overbearing i thought i can't bring her she would you know she right. would be too much and then this one was so gentle and easy that I'm like, okay, she seems calm. But when, when she's has a yard to run in now and food and right. a routine and other dogs, she's ridiculously happy that, you know, she's come out of her shell for yeah. sure. But I do think it might happen this weekend. Some, you know, people she's interested. She's a sweetheart we'll do a of a sweetheart of a dog, yeah. If she gets adopted. Time to get another one. Well, it, I, well, we'll take a week break. We'll take a break for like a week and mm-hmm. then I'll do it again. She will be the 25th one. Do you We've get a medal able- for that or something or a star? No. no. A participation trophy. There yeah. you go. Thank you, Everyone David. needs one of those. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. Outback Steakhouse right now in honor of the basketball craziness that's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what their blooming onion is, right? I do. It's heaven on a plate. Uh, it's a fried onion. Yes, I haven't had one of those in forever, but yeah, that's right. It's the entire onion just fried mm-hmm. up and sliced up. Mm-hmm. Well, they've decided to make it one better, make it even more healthy for everybody. They've <laughs> to- they've topped it with their Aussie cheese fries and sirloin steak bites. <laughs> so you got the big blooming onion topped with Aussie cheese fries, which by sounds the way, like an accident. And, it sounds and, like an accident well, happened. There could the be an accident later on, but anyway, uh, the fries, and then of course you get the steak bites on top of that. Okay. That sounds delicious. That's a meal. I know. I guess it's a dude's meal. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out and picture how it all goes together, but per- clearly Sam's not having an issue with that you at all. You need that in one day. That's all the meal you need. Uh, you're going to need probably a fork and a knife for that one. Yeah. That's too much for a hand. Also, brand new in the grocery stores, uh, Pillsbury has some new frostings. Jif peanut butter frosting. Oh. 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 It's good stuff. And you know what that means. That's not just frosting. That's like dip a pretzel in it. Dip something in that peanut butter. Oh, I see what you're saying. Do you don't think it's going to be too it. sweet? Mm, I don't know. It's worth He's trying. willing to try it like you yeah, would say, okay. Murphy. And, uh, right. They also have chocolate peanut butter Jif frosting as well oh, from man. Pillsbury. Look for it in the grocery store. Make a cake this weekend. So you did really do a health update here, That's right? right? This food dude. Coming up in Murphy, Sam and Jody after the show, it's something exclusive you get for being a podcast subscriber. We're, we're going full on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, find out who's dressing up as a leprechaun. <laughs>